0: In November 1970, an 8-tonne sperm whale beached itself just off the Oregon coast. As far as send-offs go, blobbing your way onto a beach isn't the most dignified of affairs. For instance, if it happened to your nan, you wouldn't say, you know, this is just what she would have wanted. But things were about to get a lot worse for the old whale, as is usual when several tonnes of dynamite get introduced into a funeral. The corpses of whales, due to some quirk of US law, fell at the time under the jurisdiction of the Highway Division. If you ever come across a whale carcass, I'm sure you'll note how similar the problem of getting rid of it is to telling a driver to fix their lights, please, or doing some racial profiling. In their wisdom, and following a call with the Navy, who are world-renowned for solving their problems by blowing the shit out of them, the Highway Division decided to solve the whale problem by blowing the shit out of it. The plan was to get a big pile of dynamite and obliterate part of the whale while firing the rest into the sea. The theory was that the dynamite would blow the bulk of the carcass far enough that it would drift into the ocean, leaving any smaller, more digestible, and let's face it, cooked, bits of delicious whale corpse scattered around the beach for smaller animals like seagulls to guzzle. So far, so grim, but hardly anything to write home about. People blow up whales all the time in America, probably. Now, you'd think if you were going to bomb a whale to smithereens in front of the press, because of course they turned up, you'd sit down and have a bit of a think about how much dynamite you'd need, rather than just sticking 20 crates underneath it and saying, that'll do. Or maybe you'd at least listen to somebody with explosives training when they told you, I think you've overdone the old dynamite, if I'm honest. Well, you'd be wrong, and you're embarrassing yourself, quite frankly. Grow up. Enter businessman and explosives guy, Walt Umenhofer. He was on a drive around Florence, Oregon, in a brand new car he'd bought a few days earlier, from a car dealership offering a whale of a deal promotion, yes, really, when he happened upon the scene. Omenhofer had received explosives training during World War II and was not convinced the Highway Division, being, as you will soon discover, fucking idiots, had their calculations right. He told them they either needed a lot fewer explosives to gently push it out to sea, he suggested 20 sticks where they were using 20 crates, or a hell of a lot more to completely obliterate the carcass into tiny, chewable, endangered whale nuggets for the birds. The head of the project dismissed his advice and Walt retreated as far as he could to watch the inevitable disaster. He went up to the road where his shiny new car was minding its own business and being generally whale-free, which, to be fair, he should have found ominous. Joining him, alongside the local journalists documenting the whole debacle, were citizens who just fancied a bit of a gulp. Look, I'm a vegetarian. And I'm not saying I'm proud of myself, but if someone told me there's a bunch of people at the beach who have never blown up a whale before and they're going to try and blow up a whale, I'm not pushing my way to the front. All that was left to do before the grim spectacle unfolded was for project manager George Thornton to tell reporters, and this is a direct quote, Well I'm confident that it'll work. The only thing is we're not sure how much explosives it will take to disintegrate this thing. At this point, I'm gonna take this book multi-platform and beg you to go to YouTube because there's a video. You back? Good. If you didn't do as I recommended, Why do I bother? The explosion caused massive pieces of blubber to rain down from the sky onto buildings, cars and parking lots and unsuspecting people who had previously been minding their own business and enjoying being whale blubber free.